Welcome back. I haven't done podcasting in a long, long time, and now it's time to do it again. So, today, as you have probably read in the title, we're going to be talking about the MacBook Pro M1 and my satisfaction score with it. This, I can tell you straight away, it's an incredible machine. It's really nice for just doing normal, regular work, like typing for school, studying, and so on, because it's got a really lovely keyboard, but that's what the Air also has. We're not focusing on the comparison between them two really similar devices, but what is the main focus for me? I do video editing with it. I use second screen, and it's awesome with Final Cut Pro, even with iPad connected via via the... It's not AirPlay, it's the dock, you know, you get the Apple Sidecar, that thing, Apple Sidecar, using Apple Sidecar with Final Cut Pro, just amazing. This machine does rendering and exporting of video so incredibly fast, it's freakishly fast. But I see that there are some limits to performance, which is obvious. If you run it and export one hour long video documentary, it's going to overheat, obviously. And the fan is going to start working, and then it starts working really fastly with normal tasks like just working, searching, web browsing, watching films. It doesn't run, it's quiet, the fan stays still, and you're just using it as a MacBook Air. There's no difference to it. But if we look at the differences, you get a better camera, so it's sad, although it's the same on the paper. But you get better speakers, better microphone, touch bar, which I find useful for something, not for all. But if you don't like it, you can use it like normal keys, that there's no problem, absolutely no problem with using it normally, like normal keys. That doesn't bother me at all. And you had two times faster charger than with the MacBook Air. This is a huge deal breaker. Like 61 watts, that's what you need. You can have a 30 watt charger that is going to charge your computer for four hours. That's the main aspect, I think, that is much better. And touch bar also for video editing is useful, for checking on content faster, and for typing. I find it useful for typing because you have the same kind of support as with your phone. Obviously, touch bar isn't like your if you had touch screen, but the interaction is much better than touching the screen. The interaction with computer nowadays seems really, really fine. And what they changed in comparison to previous touch bars in previous years is that you have a physical escape key, which is nice. You have fingerprint reader which is with a neural engine works like on iPhone so it's you know that it's blummingly fast like you're you're just blown away by its performance but that is a performance that you don't really see and you don't notice it when it's so fast uh, also the instant turn on display like you open the computer display is there for you already opened just type in your password or use the Apple ID, scan your finger, that's it, fingerprint, reader, that's it. If we now focus on the parts and start as a 
podcast review should start, we are first going to talk about the design. Design is impeccable, <laughs> like impeccable quality. The quality of materials, when you leave this thing into your hands, it feels heavy at first, which is nice, because you can infer from that that it's really solidly built. And when I get a computer, I want the machine to be solidly built. This definitely is. It's got a nice thickness to it, although it's really thin in comparison to all other commercial computers except for the Ultrabooks from Lenovo and MacBook, <laughs> the normal MacBook that isn't anymore produced or the MacBook Air that is thinner just at the tip but where the screen is attached it's the same thickness because they have to fit two Thunderbolt ports. The metal that is on it is really nice, really durable it won't get stretched, it won't get damaged, scratched from your keys that you are carrying in your backpack, which is a neat feature. And it closes nicely, the hitch goes a long way, hitch is also very high quality than the design of display. The notch that you have, there's no notch, there's just this edge, it's really thin. Compared to some Lenovo books, it's really thin. The display comes almost to the height of the keyboard. If it's too low, you're going to cover it with your fingertips. But here you can see the whole display nicely, just in front of you. Display super bright, ultimately crisp, incredible color reproduction, and just so nice. The top of the display, the way display is attached is it's really thin. Currently I'm looking at it so you can hear it from the microphone that I'm speaking from the left side of the computer where the Thunderbolt ports are located and I'm looking at the screen and the way it's so nicely attached. And the way this thing is produced, the combination of sharp edges and rounded corners. You know, the corners are just so nicely rounded on this computer and everything. Apple likes rectangles that are rounded. Obviously they include them from apps onwards. <laughs> apps are designed with that thing in mind. The trackpad has rounded corners. The whole computer looks like a rounded rectangle. Um, even on top and bottom it rounds nicely over. If you look at the AirPods box what it is, rounded rectangle from two dimensions and it's rounded from, if you look at Loris plan, from the top and then from both sides, so 3D rounded thing, <laughs> because that's the niche in the design. And then the holes for the speakers are really nice, really, really small, you can hardly see them, you can hardly count how many they are in line. I would say like 12 in line and they're really really long so speakers are great not as great on this on the 16 inch but much much better than on the iPhone they're comparable to iPad Air speakers I would say because iPad Air has really nice distribution and when you're holding it in your hands you kind of more feel the bass coming through the screen here if you put it to the loudest, you can still hear it 
there is bass and a bit of shaking but it's much more stable then you have from the port's perspective ultimately minimalist design and i've discovered that you don't need more than two they'll probably get more used than they would with normal computer but those two usb-c are incredibly fast for transferring files you believe me i was wrong obviously but i wanted it to be wrongly pronounced and you have a headphone jack which is nice because headphone jack isn't anymore included with the ipad but come on this is a professional tool and some professionals who are doing things like audio editing need professional headphones that don't have Bluetooth. And that's probably the main reason why they're keeping it. Okay, the trackpad and the keyboard. Keyboard is Caesar technology. Finally, after five years, they got rid of Butterfly. Let's just hope it stays that way it's also backlit so you have backlights which are really nice in the dark i admire them and i'm so thankful apple thank you for putting that back into place it's been a long time and now the trackpad the trackpad is much bigger than on the macbook air which i find really useful because when you travel you don't want to carry a mouse and in the end, all the MacBook users that are kind of having this laptop for traveling experience and working, I don't know, somewhere in some park or studying in the new university, you don't take a mouse with you. And this is the best trackpad on the market by far. It always works. It doesn't lock. Although on my old MacBook, it does. My sister's MacBook. And... This is just an awesome piece of technology. This trackpad is unbelievable how it's made. Just give me a moment to open the window back on. I've got to have some light to see this beautiful computer. Now, the M1 performance and the usability of Mac OS now with the ARM processor. It's better than Intel. It's incredibly fast. The display, as mentioned, opens up immediately. Um, the computer, the battery lasts as long as you could wish for 20 hours, although I didn't get those times. Because I video edit the battery just rushes. It doesn't rush as on Intel once, but still, you get through the battery pretty fast in like 7 hours, definitely, or even less. But if you're typing and doing things like such things that I'm doing currently, I'm just having my display completely shut off, only the touch bar is lit and it's recording my audio because I want to be recording through Apple because I am on vacation and I don't have a microphone with me so this is the best microphone that I can use better than the phone and this is just meant for recording of a podcast not for any other kind of video I'm going to make a separate video that is going to focus on the MacBook review solely, but I have to practice a bit. I have to see what, what are the good points, what are the bad points, and find things that I would really want to talk about for that review. Okay, processor is located right in the middle, below the title MacBook Pro. It's probably really small. I have 16 gigabytes of unified RAM that is inside the processor. Then you have the GPU, 8-core GPU, for performance cores, for efficiency cores, and the same goes for the CPU unit, 
the central processing unit has four efficiency cores and four power cores. Then you have the neural engine, which is really fast for learning. It learns some things as fast as you would wish for it. Like when I was doing Duolingo, it immediately knew what were my examples and it already suggested them in touch bar. I think that you get a lot less of this AI neural engine usability if you don't have the touch bar with the air. Correct me if I'm wrong, but neural engine serves for the optimization of security. So security via touch ID, like face ID on iPhone. It's not, it's good that you don't have face ID here. I think that it isn't necessary. Having one camera at the top is nice. I don't think that you need more than one camera. And now I'm checking on whether the display is completely black or not, because it seems to be kind of still showing something. And it is, like, and definitely is. MacBook displays actually never turn off, so in dark you can probably still see what's on it. That's a really smart feature, brilliant. Like, they're still giving off some light but very little light that's how he's saving with the battery and i love this feature so we're talking about camera isn't the best but microphone oh my god and the keyboard also we've discussed all the parts of performance now we're left only with the mac os and commenting on the mac os system the mac os the new one i haven't tried the monterey yet this is a comment without monterey system but it is incredible. It works so fast. The flow is incredible fast. There were numerous applications that are already transcripted to be used with M1 processors and not with Intel version. So we get different version of the app. Sometimes you have to be careful because if you don't choose the correct app, it will still run, but it will use Rosetta. And that means that you will have more of SSD hard drive usage which you don't want and that's it user interface super familiar the new design gorgeous and now the final last thing that i want to talk about mac apps there's absolutely no problem with using them the specs how i configure this one this is a macbook pro with 16 gigabytes of RAM and then I have one terabyte of storage, which I've later discovered that for those two hundred dollars of upgrade from five hundred and twelve to one terabyte, I would have rather gone a disk for editing. So you don't need more than five hundred and twelve. Only if you're traveling and want to have more battery, go for one terabyte or two terabyte. But that's like the highest spec you will ever need. Two terabytes is going to be even for video editing in Final Cut Pro more than enough. So that should give you a satisfactory result. Okay, and now with this has everything, the charger absolutely incredible. You will need an adapter. I have the anchor adapter, and if you're thinking about buying this machine, I can certainly assure you, you are not going to go into the wrong path if you're going to opt for this computer. I would recommend it to anyone and that's it. Thank you for watching this video. If you enjoyed it, maybe you should watch the video I mentioned, video 
this is a podcast, but video on, on unboxing to see how the unboxing experience looks. I have it in my, on my subtle YouTube channel. It's going to be linked below. Otherwise, write me I forget and please comment, like, share, subscribe. At least comment, you know, it would be really beneficial for me to hear from you what you think and all those things. So, thank you. Bye bye.